0: May fall out and injure yourself or another passenger. Electronic
1: devices such as tablets, e readers, and mobile phones must be switched to flight or aircraft mode before takeoff
0: and landing. I am now with Etienne, our guest, wat will ons us for the next few days in uh, Kigali and the environment gaan be in his land, uh, Rwanda. En, uh, Etienne will tell us how many people here in Rwanda and maybe specifically the city of Kigali.
2: Rwanda is having 12 million people living in it and among the 12 million, I mean the 12 million is on a land of 26,000 square kilometers. The capital is called Kigali and the capital is having 1 million and a half people living
0: in it. Maar wat in Kigali en in Rwanda as en in the 90s by Etienne we have uh, four languages, the
2: national official uh, languages, and uh, that is Kenya Rwanda, which is our mother tongue. We have Swahili uh, spoken in, in, in East Africa and French and English. Now, the most spoken language is Kenya Rwanda, of course, because each and every Rwandan speaks Kenya Rwanda, and then followed by, by uh, English and the reason is simple is because English is a teaching language. And uh, 70% of Rwandan population is young. And uh, young being at the school, that's why it is the second one to be spoken. Followed by French. And then
0: the last one is Swahili. It's interesting that the Swahili is as one of their languages. That's a whole reason for Yes, the reason is simple. Rwanda
2: is part of uh, East African community. And Rwanda is a landlocked country. Rwanda is, uh, is just basing its economy on, on, on business. And uh, by doing business, normally we we started doing business with our neighbor. And our neighbor being a member of East African uh, community, they speak Swahili. So to allow our people to do business with our neighbor, th- that's why we introduced Swahili as also a national uh, language.
0: It's interesting as man, we run all the twee see two flags that have to do with We,
2: Rwanda, being member of East African uh, countries, a flag for, for East African. Uh, countries and then that that's why we have that flag and then the second one is our own national flag which is having yellow green and blue in the middle there we have uh, also a sun with yellow uh with the yellow color that is our flag
0: so so means can now war Rwanda gelee is dan zo so mense ding dit is a verskrikkelike warm tropiese land maar uh, hulle is baie hoog gelee en so die temperatuur is nogal redelijk gematig You're right. Normally we
2: are at two Celsius degrees south of the equator but being high altitude that's why we we have a different climate from other equatorial countries. Our climate is a t- uh, temperate climate. And the reason is simple, is just the elevation of the
0: country. A land. Kom what's the
2: Rwanda is a, a hill country. Uh, it has also some mountains. And as we be driving, you will be seeing more than uh, more hills. And uh, for that reason, Rwanda has a nickname called a thousand hills
0: country. Eveny groot trekpleisters voor bezoekers is natuurlijk die hoe absoluut schoon hier die land is. Maar dit is bij doelgerichte plan van the regering.
2: Yeah, there is a, a clear plan, and uh, that was inspired by His Excellency the, the President. And uh, yeah, now n- n- we have uh, a plan of doing, uh, we have a-, a cleaning day, and that is the last Saturday of every month uh, where people gather with the president, other officials, and and the citizen to clean the country. Uh, But now it has been like a culture. Each and every Rwandan, uh, even if it is not the the, the cleaning day, but people have to make sure that the place they are living is is clean. And then uh, Rwandans themselves, they think, uh, how can someone clean his house, the compound, and not clean in front of his compound? Because the reason is if you don't clean outside at the road where you're living and then people walking in your house will bring the the, the, the darkness from outside and take it in in, in your house. Now people have that as a culture, even if it is not the daily, uh, I mean the, the, the cleaning day, they clean in front of their compound.
0: means wonder altijd oor die misdaad dis altyd in ons achterkop as bezoekers. kom ons hoor wat sê etien daarvan
2: oh ja yeah. the crime the crime is very low here in uh, in, in Rwanda very low um, it can be like zero, 00 if i may call well zero 0. 00.75 and um the the reason is very simple we have uh, what do we call community policing and that community policing is the community working hand in hand uh, with, with the police. And uh, we have a slogan whereby uh, we say, Rwandan be the eye of your neighbor.
0: Externally and the vote, we want to know need to pass the whole piece. Bekend als de Golden Monkeys. En er ik heb twee gasten uit Nederland. En we zijn hier uh, op vakantie. Aha. En uh, we zijn al in Kikali geweest. En, uh, en daarna ja. naar Lakey gegaan. Een paar dagen niets gedaan. En hoe varen jullie woud met al die bezinswaardigheden hier?
3: Dat, dit is heel mooi. Ja, het is al heel bijzonder om in dat regenwoud te lopen. Hm. En die apen zien van zo dichtbij. Ja, dat is heel bijzonder. En ze maken, proberen eigenlijk geen contact te maken, maar ze staan wel toe dat je heel dicht bij hen bent. Dus het is heel makkelijk om een foto te maken en zelfs een selfie te maken met een aapje. Ja.
0: Die daarvoor. Dat is natuurlijk helemaal anders dan wat in, het in Nederland, Nederland is, of ja. in Europa. is.
3: Ja, dit is echt bambo en ja. wij hebben meer... Ja. Uh, Naaldbomen en we niet, loofbomen. Nee. nee, wij kennen geen bamboe. Alleen
0: in de dierentuinen waar de apen ja. zijn. Wij zien ze alleen maar in de dierentuin. Ja. Die route wat ons volgens is nogal uitdagend.
3: Nou, vandaag dat is goed te doen en uh, je krijgt een stok mee. Ja. Dus dat maakt het wel makkelijker. En er zijn uh, dragers die je uh, ook helpen. Maar gisteren deden wij de Bisoka Trail. En dat is veel moeilijker, Lekker. veel uh, glippiger. Want hier valt het, de takken van de bamboe valt op de grond. En dat maakt het dus wat makkelijker. Iedereen kan Als je een wandeling kan maken van anderhalf uur, dan kan je dit hebben. En voor de trail gisteren, ja, veel modder. En je glijdt naar beneden toe, maar er zijn wel
0: uh, guis die opvangen ja. en uh, de berg op sleuren. En hebt jullie gecompeteerd wie die meeste geval, een heeft? <laughs> wie het
3: meeste geval is, dat was de wedstrijd. Het is een
0: jullie twee. <laughs> ja.
3: ja, ik denk dat ik als uh, vrouw misschien minder trots ben om die handen van die gids uh, ja. te aanvaarden. <laughs> ja.
0: Ek sit nou in die kwartier van Rwanda eh, in Kigali, by die lichthawe, en ek gesels nou met meneer Kobina Mikael, hy is die van commerciele dienste. Die eerste vraag wat ek had omgestel het was oor hoe die verskillende lichtdienste op het continent te werk gaan for all the so-called connectivity and the hub idea to vestig, because this is a groot challenge for many people on the continent. They will leave the continent to other continents, such as the Middle East, and then come back to Africa to finally reach te decisions. The aviation industry as a whole
4: is a very challenging industry. I think you know that. But the point-to-point connection into Kigali has not yet grown to the extent where we can depend on it. All the way we do our network is always, we have two waves. We bring in from Africa and we connect into Kigali and out into the rest of the world. So now we we built on that philosophy and we've been slowly growing our network to now include those far off like Senegal and very soon to China. So all this zigzag is to connect people. That's connecting from Africa to the to outside of Africa. But also our other target is to connect within Africa. So we have another wave also where we try to, for example, from South Africa, to connect into Africa, to West Africa, to
0: Central Africa, to Eastern Africa. So that's what we're doing and we're growing. The whole world is economic and the luchtvaartbedrijf insinking.
4: As you said, the economic downturn is a major issue because it's a well-known fact that airline economics goes directly, it's directly proportional with the world GDP. So as the GDP of your country increases, so is your potential. Now, when the world is is in an economic downturn or uncertainty like you are today, with Brexit on one hand and with America not sure, So there's all this uncertainty and when that happens, a lot of impact in Africa because one, a lot of countries are not able to sustain their economy and therefore their currency devaluates. When that happens, they, they don't have dollars, our money is always stuck there. That's a major challenge. And what we do about it at that stage is we try to diversify. We diversify to places like China, where one part could be stronger, one part of the world could be a little stronger, even though China itself is having issues. But that's what we mainly do. We downgrade a little our operations, and instead we use that time to do our major
0: maintenance checks. Ek het verder ook met meneer Miguel, hoof van commerciële dienste geseld, oor die regulaties wat vir luchtvaart geld, en dikwels is van hierdie regulaties baie streng, vooral as die mens denk aan Europa, bestemmingswaar hier in hulle wel vlieg. We, we welcome it because it makes us better,
4: and the better we are the stronger we are to our competitor. That's the regulation part, the, the impact in terms of the regulation on pollution, and utilizing the carbon impact. We believe, and here in Rwanda, the uh, environment is very important. If you have noticed, it's green everywhere. It's trees everywhere. It's clean everywhere. Every last Saturday, everybody goes out, including all the high-level ministers, and they cleaned the city for half a day. So already it's conscious about pollution and that. So we have nothing to fear in that regard.
0: I'm going to twee to Rwanda Air.
5: I'm Estan Babazi and I'm a first officer
1: on the Airbus at Randair. I'm Anais first officer on the CRG
0: nine hundred.
1: Personally I was always
5: interested in flying and the training can be long, short, tough or easy depending on what phase you're at. So it's all the all the all the above combined, I would say, yeah.
1: And uh, some phases tough, some other hard. Yeah, it was a mix of.
0: Dit is dominerende beroep. Hoe dit So yeah, I, I
1: do. I do have support from my colleagues. I wish there were more women pilots, but it doesn't make. Apart from seeing that it's more dominated by men, I still get that support I need
0: to the fact that for Yes, this
5: morning we were talking to one young lady. She's, she wants to be a pilot. She's 19. And I also got to meet another one. She is uh, 20. She's actually already starting her training. So she's already on her way to be a pilot. So, yeah, we get the opportunity to do that.
0: Volgende vraag aan was bases: de uitdagings wat jullie hoeft moet bieden, wat misschien belangrijk wordt, zo is voor ander jong leerlingen wat zo belangstel om in dat soeëloo te vochten.
1: The hardest part for me was dealing with different instructors. At a very early phase of the training, you learn how to switch as you switch instructors. Then you also have to mentally be ready of the different instructors. I think it's a general challenge. It's not really like it's female or male. It's just a general challenge.
0: And what a jong aspirant young,
5: Basically, there's nothing that's impossible. There's nothing that's hard. Everyone learns to do something. You're not born being a pilot. You learn to, to fly, so... Eventually, if you want to be a pilot, you can learn to fly, and then you'll, you'll fly. So everything with training is possible
1: mm-hmm. with hard work, yeah. Just do what you're supposed to do, work hard. And if you have a dream to be a pilot, then uh, look, search for the opportunities.
0: And as they say, the sky is the limit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Na so twee of drie daase besoek hier aan Rwanda, sit ons vanavond hier op die tafel. Laaste soort van aand dat wat ons geniet, ons sit hier op die uh, oevers van die Kiwo Meer. En uh, die mediagroep, baie interessante mense, kom van ooral oor. En elke van hulle gaan nou bykie hulle indrukke gee oor wat vir hulle nou uitgestaan het tydens hierdie kort blits besoek, maar toch een baie waardevolle en baie interessante besoek.
6: I'm the managing editor of Nomad Africa magazine. My name is Miriro Matema. I think the most impactful part of this trip was the Genocide Museum, which is one of the first things that we did. And looking at the impact it had on the people and how media managed to convert people to start killing each other, their neighbors, their family members, and looking at how there was no segregation on women and children, and that it was full-on murder. Uh, That, for me, I think was the most heartbreaking as well, and how in less than 25 years the people have transformed who they are, their society, their community is now full of warmth, and how they do not recognize themselves as... They're ethnic groups, but they all define themselves as Rwandan.
1: I'm Zamandonga Kumalo, the Supplements and Special Projects Editor at the Mail and Guardian. I'll start with one that I actually just did now. So late um, in the afternoon today, we went on a boat cruise. And when we got back, instead of, you know, chilling in my room and going through some work, I decided to go swimming and linked up with one of the locals and went on a boat cruise and I think the, one of the reasons why that's probably a highlight is it was an opportunity to to have a, a tourist um, experience um, unprovoked, you know. And they were quite friendly approaching me and saying, this is something that we offer, I can show you around. And um, I think I quite enjoyed that. i guess Elze Saltsvedel, I'm the writer of writers and but
5: I'm here in my as journalist. Die Liberation Museum definitief, dit is nogal iets wat die mens wakker skok en dan as ek nog iets anders moet uit sonder die Golden Monkey expedition was definitief iets wat die mens nooit ooit in Zuid-Afrika krij nie om een nationale reservaat in te stap waar binnen ook een vulkaan of een onaktieve vulkaan is en Gouwe Alpe is specie wat net in Rwanda voorkomt Een natuurlijke habitat te beschouwen is wonderlijk. En dan moet ik niet zeggen: die mensen van Rwanda is ongelofelijk vriendelijk, nederig, hardwerkend. En alleen is zo blij om het te zien. Dit is echt I'm Sarah Jane, the marketing manager for Rwanda. I have been to Rwanda. And this is my fourth time here. I think this time around one of the highlights for me was definitely the Liberation Museum. Uh, we've been to the Genocide Museum a few times and we've never actually seen how they stopped the genocide. I think that was quite an important end to um, the whole museum and to see exactly how the President Paul Kagame stood up against the current government and, and overthrew the genocide. I would definitely say my second highlight was the Golden monkeys as they are only found in here, Uganda, and the DRC. So it was a very special experience to be able to
3: see them. I am Karen Sieberagen. I am for the Serena Hotel. I am a marketing manager for South Africa. For me, as for other people, it was the Liberation Museum, because that was not for me. That makes people aware for what could happen in South Africa. Die tweede ding was die rit van Kigali af na Kivu toe om weer eens te sien hoe hard die mense langs die pad werk in hulle tuine, in hulle klein huisies wat hulle het, die kinderkies langs die pad en hoe veilig allemaal is en hoe schoon dit is dit is definitief vir my een hoogtepunt gewees.
1: Hooray, raar,